You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Good morning, Montgomery County. We've got some new music here for you this morning. This episode of Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizada, we got great guests in the in the house. This is this is dedicated in the music to Lou Celentano and his family. Lou's my father-in-law, and his family needs your prayers. So sit back and listen to some of the music he grew up with, and he sung just as good or better. Is Hank. In fact, I think he taught Hank how to sing this. Enjoy. I had me a woman who couldn't be true. She made me for my money and she made me blue. A man needs a woman that he can lean on. But my leaning post is done, left and gone. She's long gone and now. I'm lonesome blue That's music, folks. That's real music right there. I'm gonna find me a river, one that's cold as ice. And when I find me that river, Lord, I'm gonna pay the price. Oh, Lord. I'm going down in it three yep. times. I don't know if the camera Lord, can show it, but my guests are singing. <laughs> She's long gone, and now I'm lonesome blue. She told me on Sunday she. Good morning, Montgomery County. How's everybody doing out there? Hello to you in the Woodlands, Tamina, Montgomery, Willis, New Waverly, Magnolia, New Caney. Cut and shoot. I always say cut and shoot like that because they got some country board out there written it. You know what I mean? Splendor, New Caney, Cleveland, and worldwide on the web at IRLoneStar.com. You are listening to Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizadi on your community radio station. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, but Always at your desk, at home, office, whatever, at www.irlonestar.com. We have listeners worldwide that tune in every single day to the shows, to the music. Folks, we bring you great content. Again, this this show is dedicated to my father-in-law, Lou Celentano. We have an incredible topics to bring to you today. We've had some wonderful guests recently and a lot of you people have been listening and been sharing and have been sending some great feedback and i thank you for that this is about bringing the community to you the community it's not about me it's not about montgomery county lifestyle but it is about us if we know what you want and if we can be your voice and face and i thank you for that 
It's often been said that I have a face for radio, but now that we're YouTube and we're Channel 12 Suddenlink, I don't know what that means anymore. Maybe I'm getting prettier, kind of like Muhammad Ali pretty, you know? Just don't watch it with the kids, that's yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so pretty, Muhammad Ali, I'm so pretty. And I want to give one more quick shout-out to Nancy Wagner. I just found out early this morning her father had uh, either an aneurysm or a stroke, and they had to be rushed this morning early to ER. So pray for them, too. So what we're going to do is I'm going to tell you real quick, about tomorrow we have a worldwide premiere exclusive announcement of somebody who is going to be running as a candidate for a county position that I guess any position is going to be, you know, vocal and be out there and be talked about. But this one, I got a feeling this one's going to be talked about a lot for some great reasons and some good reasons. And unfortunately, I just, God, I hope not, but I just got a feeling with the way the political scene has changed from worldwide, nation, state, local, that it will get kind of messy. And all I can say to you folks is don't get caught up in that. Get involved in the political process. Get involved in our leaders. Pray for the leaders. Support the leaders. Pick a side, but pick a side in a responsible and professional manner. So I'm excited because we've uh, already had one announcement last Friday. Brian Dawson is running for Precinct 2 uh, Commissioner against incumbent Charlie Riley. Charlie Riley is a great dude. And next week, we've got another announcement for somebody running for another county position. And you notice I'm not even telling you what the position is. So you got to tune in tomorrow at 11 a.m. to find out what the position is and then who's running. So that's it. Folks, we're going to take our customary little 30-second time break. And when we come back, let me tell you who I've got in here. We have CS Ministries' Gary Buckaloo, who has brought Adam from the refuge. And you're asking yourself, what are those places? Well, guess what? Hang tight, and we'll be right back. Montgomery County Lifestyle Nathan Arizati. Be right back. But I got to the river, so lonesome I wanted to die. Oh, Lord. And then I jumped in the river, but the doggone river was dry. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online 
at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Got them fish swimming. Good morning, folks. We're back. Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizani. And I tell you what, I just am feeling melancholy, and I've got some wonderful guests because, um, man, I just feel comfort. So let's dive right in. Let's just get into it. There's a lot to talk about. CS Ministries is something that I believe in personally. It's not just wanting him on the air to talk about stuff. And then he brought somebody from the refuge, and, and I really, really am looking forward to, to what they talk about and how they, they tell you because this is another place that it's a gym, and it's so needed, and there's so much more that needs to be done, and you, the community, we need you. So, Gary, thanks for being here, dude. Thank you for having me. Hey, let's back up again because we've got new listeners. Tell us real quick, who is Gary and CS Ministries? Uh, I'm a local boy. Graduated in 1987 from Conroe, joined the military, spent 21 years in the United States Navy, uh, came home, uh, became a business owner, and uh, just trying to give back to the community. Uh, we started the company uh, uh, here in Conroe. We started hiring uh, veterans, that, you know, with felony records and and uh, trying to uh, you just kind of, you know, put them to work and let them have a shot back into society. And it just kind of evolved from there. And then we noticed uh, when I started working with some homeless folks uh, and the homeless veterans in the community, we started finding out that, you know, there was a common bond between a lot of these guys, and that was that they had post-traumatic stress or they had some kind of emotional distress or something wasn't quite right. And um, uh, CS Ministries was kind of born from that. Um, I, uh, since then, since its inception, we've, uh, we've had about 26 or 27 folks that have come through that we've tried to assist. And in building that, we uh, made a lot of friends along the way and found out that it's not just something that uh, uh, you can just go to the VA for about two or three months and be an inpatient there and then <clears throat> be sent out and be healed. It doesn't work that way. Um, you know, it, or their options are be inpatient or heavily sedated. That's was what I found. Uh, and it's just, it, it wasn't working for these guys. And so the more we looked into it and the, the deeper I dug that there has to be something that we can do. Now there's a lot of organizations that are out there that do wonderful things, but uh, just as there's no shortage for veterans that need assistance, there's always a need for people that are trying to make a difference. Right. And in doing so, I've, I've made some really uh, good friends along the way. Um, not only the veterans themselves uh, that uh, were in need of, of some kind of uh, uh, facilitation where they can see a counselor or they can uh, have some kind of group that's a continuation that leaves them outpatient. So they don't have to be impatient. They can actually be at home. And so that's, this has kind of all evolved into that, that thought process that post-traumatic stress is a soul wounding, it's a moral wounding, and it's something that needs to be treated. Um, and it's not something that after so many sessions or so many, it's a lifestyle. It has to be a lifestyle. And that lifestyle, we, we coined it's a lifestyle of recovering Christ. And that's what we introduced to them. And we try to help our guys to realize that it's just like being a diabetic. You're not going to be able to lose some weight and 
eat right, and then when you feel better, just go back to doing the other things because it doesn't necessarily go away. Right. But I'm not the professional that, that deals with this on a daily basis. So that's why I'm really happy to, uh, to introduce uh, my friend, Adam Wilson, and, and the Refuge Trauma Treatment Center. They are a, a huge partner with us in trying to get these men that, so they can stay, and women, so that they can stay home, live life on life's terms, and still seek the, the, uh, the therapy and the help that they need. Uh, some of these guys may be seen, you know, four, five, six times a week. And we do, we, what CS Ministries does through the Grace Program is offers that at no charge to them for an initial 12 weeks. And then we, and I've also brought the Reboot Combat Recovery Program in, and we can talk about that here in just a minute. But, uh, but that's what we do. Um, and, you know, we're, we're starting to build a little, uh, some strength in this. Uh, we're actually starting to get some, some big support, uh, uh, not necessarily monetarily, but in recognition, like, you know, you having us on here, which I'm very appreciative of that. But uh, I'd really like to, uh, to open the floor up to, to Adam. Uh, I mean, he, they're the guys that are doing the hard work uh, over there. And, uh, and I, I just really appreciate what they do. Well, I want to say this, and then let's, let's get to meet Adam. Let's learn more about Adam. But here's what I love about you guys. And, and those of you listening, I try to bring things to you, and I'll let you know if I haven't been a part of it or haven't vetted them. I know Gary. I know, I know the people that he's involved in, and here's, here's what I love about it, and there's more. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel. You're not trying to be the one doing it all. You are connecting. You're going to places and organizations that already have a proven track record, who already have a success, and they are the professionals and the experts in what they do, and you're bringing it together. And that says a lot because some people try to just do it all, and their heart's in it but they're fumbling because they're trying to do it all or they're really, they're really not in it for what they say. They're in it for themselves. And you guys are 100% sacrificing for your clients. And that, that says a lot to me. What I've learned over the last few years is there is no turnkey solution. Everybody is different. Everybody is unique. But the one thing that we all press forward is this, is that if we're going to consider this a soul wounding, then we need to reach out to the one that heals the soul. And for us, that's Christ. But um, we, we know that, uh, you know, in dealing with, with Adam and Shannon, we know where their heart is, and we know how we've seen the proof is, is there. We've seen the success. We've seen their heart. We've seen how genuine they are. And I would not have ever have uh, included myself had I not been through their program. So, you know, uh, I, I've, I've sat on the other side of that chair. It is difficult. It's not easy. Uh, pulling up some of the stuff that you have to pull up is not fun, but it's necessary. Yeah. But you know what? I, I don't think I could have entered on dark, deep places had it not been for the staff at the refuge to help guide me not only into that place, but to help walk me and talk me back out of it so that I can contain it when I walk out of there because it's, it's rough. It's rough. Adam. Thank you for being here, dude. Thanks so much for having me. Who is Adam? Tell us about Adam. Let us know you, man. Uh, okay. Well, I, uh, I'm Arkansas, uh, born and raised there, uh, Hot Springs. Um, I joined the military uh, army whenever I was uh, 21, and uh, I did a tour in Iraq. I am a combat veteran, and uh, I had some, some pretty significant issues to deal with. Uh, eventually, I found myself in Texas. I have a little boy. And uh, he uh, frequents the uh, 
Texas Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. So we have to be pretty close to them, and that's what ended up bringing me to Texas. So uh, through all the struggles and problems that I had uh, in my combat experience, um, I met up with a counselor here uh, through a local church that I used to go to, and um, and she did she did amazing work with me. It was there there was such a huge transformation in the way that that I lived and the relationships that I had. And uh, the thing that I wanted for myself, I didn't have any vision for the future, even with a son. Um, and w- what she gave me was was hope. And th- that's what I realized that I I didn't really have, and I didn't. There was no way for me to get that on my own. Um, and so through the church and uh, through her guidance, it really helped me get to a place where um, I could be successful in my life and in my relationships. So uh, sometime after. Uh, finishing my my own processes, uh, she and I started to brainstorm about how we could bring that same level of healing for people um, that had similar experiences, uh, similar combat experience uh, or childhood trauma, uh, and what we could do to really bring a, a heart of healing to the community because there are so many people. This is a this is a hot spot for veterans. Um, and we wanted to be able to see the community healed from the struggles that it had. So uh, she and I got to talking about how we would do that. And at the time, she was connected to uh, a local church. And she was running a ministry that offered um, free services for people that would come through. Uh, a lot of the counselors were lay counselors at the time, uh, a lot of interns. Uh, so they were doing absolutely the best that they could, and they did a lot of good work there. Um, but the the vision that was given to us uh, in our conversations and in our prayer, uh, kind of led us to uh, question whether or not we could see the growth that we wanted to see and offer the services that we wanted to offer um, connected the way that we were to that church because um, the growth was limited in what we could do there. So that just gave us the ability to kind of, through our prayer and and progress, it gave us the ability to to separate from the church and create the refuge. But that separation didn't separate our heart from what we were going for. It just gave us the ability um, to operate on our own terms. Um, And now that we have gotten to where we are, uh, we can, we we reach such a a huge population of people. Uh, We have people that come through that have childhood sexual abuse. We have guys that come through um, just from assault and battery, or uh, they did they did time in in a state penitentiary or jail system, and they have a lot of trauma that they're trying to deal with there. But our major population that we work with is combat vets. Um, that, of course, is not our only population, um, but it just makes up probably about 70% of, of our clientele. And it didn't start that way, though, did it? No, it definitely didn't. And I, re- I kind of <laughs> remember how it started off on Wednesdays, and then, you know, that Wednesday just grew into a lot of other things, if, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. So uh, at the time, uh, whenever Shannon was connected to the church, and she ran that ministry for nine years as a clinical director there, um, but they, they connected to um, an, an inpatient facility in Houston, and they would bring their, their combat vets to her for Wednesday groups, and they would do one-on-one counseling. Um, but there was a lot of guys, so it was kind of hard to put them all through with the amount of counselors that they had on staff. 
And whenever we separated and we created the Refuge Trauma and Counseling Center, uh, that relationship continued to come to us. So we had, we had, she had built such a strong bond with them that they were unwilling to, to sever those ties and find services that were closer to this so they can continu- continue to come. Uh, it did start out on Wednesdays, and it was just uh, a, a couple of hours. And now it's gone from Wednesdays, all day Wednesday, uh, half a day on Monday, half a day on Friday, and the guys just keep blowing up, and we just have a ton of people. And you can really see the success in it because even after they separate from that inpatient program, uh, we hold on to them. They continue to come to us. A lot of them struggle with uh, how they're going to cover the cost of that, and really that's uh, that's where CS Ministries has made such a, um, a big impact in that. They're kind of the glue that pulled those guys back into counseling because without without being able to pay for those services, there's only so many pro bono spots that we can offer. We have to be able to keep the doors open. Um, and he's given us the ability to put those guys in directly out of that inpatient program uh, without ever missing any time and being able to reevaluate them on a 12-week 12, a 12 period so they can come in as soon as they get done. They can come in for 90 days, and they don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And uh, we just reevaluate them as the time comes and figure out what their financial stability looks like and whether or not they can start picking up some of the charges and then teaching them that level of responsibility um, and moving them back into a civilian lifestyle. And what's cool, too, is while they're coming to you for their emotional and mental help and, 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 and guidance and, and healing, then they're also hopefully connected with CS Ministries working on the other, the educational, the mm-hmm. work, the the building the life outside and being able to be a part of society and mm-hmm. not be a hindrance and not not be a burden on anybody and just be a blessing to themselves and others. Yeah, it's just again for the not the the not the uh, one stop shopping. We we have connections with the uh, Goodwill and Belinda Armstrong and and Marcella Clay. Just the list goes on to what's available for these guys that and they may not realize it. You know, uh, uh, Ashley Taylor, Ashley Hubbard at Tri County. Do a remarkable job with the with the uh, with their programs and the military peer mentorship program and and uh, but I see these guys also I'm I'm the chaplain at the vet pod here in Montgomery County so now we've got guys not only coming out of inpatient from Houston but now we've got guys coming out of the jail and there's a reason that they're in there medicating and then we have you know Judge Hamilton vet court and there's so many things in Montgomery County and so many avenues that we can reach out to these guys and say listen. You're going to have a place to land. And, and I think, uh, touching on what Adam said, is that continuity of care and that follow-up care that really sets a standard for, okay, you know what, I can do this. And now that they're back at home with their families, they can not only do it, but they can do it while they're living at home. And we just want to continue that with, with programs also like the Reboot Combat Recovery, which we just were on week going into week nine. Uh, every time I ask they, they say it's helping, uh, we get kind of deep in there as well. But, uh, we, um, and also again, I got to give a huge shout out to, uh, to the, uh, Montgomery United Methodist cookers and Steve Freeman and his group. The food is delicious. They're still providing it. They're coming again tonight. Uh, it'll be, uh, Mark Goutreau and ghost mobile catering tonight. Looking forward to those tacos they're making, but, and they donate all that as well. So it's, it's more of a, it's a group effort of people that care guided through Christ, reaching out to those that need help and helping pull them back up. And 
organizations with Adams that like Adams that are willing to dedicate it because it's their heart. And so um, it does provide an avenue for these guys and men and women to, to know and see that there is a, uh, a place to land continuity of care and follow-up care because from the reboot that we do now, those are where the leaders are going to be born as well. And they're going to go on to other churches and, and continue to do this program as well. So, wow. So following up on what you were talking about there. So, and if I remember correctly, when I had spoken with you and Shannon one time, part of the problem you had with, with financing, with getting some outside agencies, finding some grants, finding some local churches. I mean, my gosh, if 10 churches had $500 a month, what could you, if 10 churches had $250 a month, what could you do with that? It would be amazing. The beginning, yeah. You know, if we had 10 churches that just had a hundred dollars a month, that would be significant. Mm-hmm. Well, because here's what stuck with me. So you get a man or woman in there and they've got X amount of weeks with you and you're just, and, and if I'm saying this wrong, but you're just, you're, you're picking away, you're knocking down those walls, you're hitting those rocks and all of a sudden that box opens up and they let it all out. And that's that's where you got to get go to start getting the healing. You got to get deep down inside. And then by the time you get there, then the funding's done. And so now that person's back to square one and vulnerable. And what do you do? Well, one thing that we need to understand um is that we don't we don't just dismiss right. um people and they're not just clients these are these are people this is part of the community and if if our heart wasn't if we were just in it for the money then when the money disappeared <laughs> so would we um but that isn't the case we we do everything that we can to help people find funding whether it be through their insurance companies or uh trying to find a local church that will uh help support them through that we offer significantly discounted prices uh, to a lot of people and it's like we have a baseline price that's on par with pretty much every other counseling agency uh, within the area but i i could probably count the number of people that we have on one hand in our entire facility with multiple counselors who actually pay that price i know um now, I mean, I would love, of course, we always love people uh, that can come in and be able to do that. And a lot of the people that can afford to pay those prices uh, will continue to donate for the people that can afford it. Um, so you see, you really see a lot of uh, progress in the community as, as they come together and help uh, the people who are less fortunate or who need that. So what are actually in about, in about a minute or two, we'll be taking our half hour break. Um, what is something that you want the people to know about of the refuge besides the veteran side? Sure. What What are some other things that you do? Because there's probably some people listening because I know what you do. I've been to you. So I know there's people out there listening that need to come to you. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, I think it's important for us to say that uh, that we're a counseling center and that we offer all level of counseling. So we can help troubled teens. Uh, we can take little ones uh, that, uh, that have a problem with adjustment. Uh, we see some kids that, um, that are in the system who've been adopted and are having a problem connecting uh, to parents or who have trouble in school. Uh, we see a lot of people that have marriage problems or uh, just a, 
uh, a difficulty in adjusting in their in their careers or in their relationships. So we do family counseling as well. Um, but our primary focus and the thing that we hone in on our skill set is in helping people process trauma, and that's what we do. And I, I think it's also very important for people to understand that that PTSD is uh, it's not a military illness. Right? And a lot of people that come through us, a very large majority of the guys that, that suffer from PTSD from combat trauma had PTSD prior to ever going into the military. Uh, you see it time and time again, and it's such a large majority of people that it can't be ignored. And, uh, and you have to understand that PTSD has no, it has no race. It has no gender. It has no socioeconomic status. It has no, no mean annual salary like it it can affect anybody from just a a car accident all the way up to a death in the family or a near-death experience or just seeing somebody else vandalized can can cause somebody to have those symptoms and it's important to understand also that we we believe that there is healing from that uh i don't like to use the word cure uh, I, I don't like the, the connotation that that applies, um, but I believe that you can be healed from it. Like curing somebody would be able to go in there and remove memories. That, mm-hmm. that isn't what we right. do. Uh, we just help you process that information so that it's no longer traumatic. PTSD is a set of symptoms. It's just symptomology. So if you go, into, if you go to the hospital and you exhibit flu symptoms, they don't treat the cough and they don't treat the, the runny nose and the and the achy skin and muscles, they treat the core issue, which is the virus. And when they treat that core issue, all the symptoms go away. So if you go to, if you go to AA to treat alcoholism, or you go to SA to treat sexual addiction, or you're trying to just get medication for your depression or your anxiety, then those are only symptoms of a core issue. So if you're going and you, and you come out with a Walmart sack full of medications to handle all of these, these different symptoms, then... When your medicine runs out, you're still going to have PTSD. You yeah. still have trauma, and unless you process that, you're not really going to get rid of those things. All right, guys, we're going to take our half-hour break, and when we come back, I want to dig a little more I, more about the veterans programs, CS Ministries, and then let's lead into some of the needs and wants and how we can look at seeing that happen. Sound good? Certainly. Folks, Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arzati on Lone Star Community Radio. Listen to this music, man. We'll be right back. And then I jumped in the river, but the doggone river was dry. She's long gone, and now I'm lonesome blue. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. 
That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Another song, a favorite of Lou Celentano's. He knew every word, he knew the nuances, he does know. Beat. Gotta love that voice. It's just so beautiful. They just, they don't make music like that anymore. I mean, I just, I'm not going to say blanket none of it, but it's just, as a general class, it's not the same. Just listen to that, man. Big old bull, man. Big old bull singing this, man. (laughs) You guys... Oh, I wish I had a video somewhere. All right, folks, you're listening to Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizadi, and I've got some special songs that we're dedicating to Lou Celentano and his family today. Man, we've got a good show. Folks, I've got CS Ministries' Gary Buckaloo in here today. He's going to be coming on once a month. In it, it's it, it, it's the last Friday of every month, right? Correct. Last Friday of every month, and we're going to call it what? Uh, Veterans Under Grace. Veterans Under Grace. Last Friday of every single month, will be Gary C.S. Ministries talking a little bit about them, but he's his goal is to bring somebody in the community that is part of their circle, part of their group helping, because they're not reinventing the wheel. You guys are like the hub, and you're reaching out with different spokes coming together to make that strong wheel that just keeps rolling. So... Look for that. Veterans Under Grace, last Friday of every month. And depending on how it goes, there'll be special segments in and out. But he brought with him Adam Wilson from The Refuge. And this is a place that's near and dear to my heart for a lot of reasons. It's not just the veteran side. It's like he said, so many people walking around hurt. I mean, it's obvious. Look at what social media has done. I think yesterday or day before, we just lost another teenager in the woodlands Mm -hmm. from suicide. Yeah. That's like, in the past year, year and a half, close to half a dozen or so. It's just, it's, it's, it's the masks. We've all got them. And just people don't know how to reach out for help. Or they are and they're not getting the right help, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But you guys, and there's other places, but you guys are right here in Conroe in the heart of Montgomery County. And you guys really, really have the heart, not just the business. Yeah, when uh, 
if you really look at it, the Refuge Trauma and Counseling Center is, is boots on the ground behind enemy territory. Like, we we are surrounded by people who uh, who create stigmas against counseling, and if you go to counseling, then you're weak. Uh, and it, it's just so hard for us to, to break through that barrier and let them know that everybody needs counsel. Everybody. Uh, the Bible talks about it. Like, find counsel. And if we can just if we can just let everybody know that it's not it's not about being weak or unable to deal, it's about perspective and uh, changing the way that you view reality and being able to operate without hurts and pains and living in the past rather than having hope for the future. Uh, it's about healing, and if we can provide that to people, then that's exactly uh, that's exactly what we do, and that's where our heart is in it. And that's a big key, that word. You've said it several times, and I've used it a lot in the past week and a half. It's hope. So many people feel so hopeless. They don't, they don't have that upbringing, uh, whether it's the godly upbringing, whether it's the, 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 the mom that just nurtured and loved or the father that was there or not there. They just they never had the foundation. So as we get older and things hit us, and knock us down, sometimes we just don't know how to get back up or we don't care because we don't think we can. We we don't see hope that I can overcome that. You know, speaking of that, it's it's one of the things that we, uh, with CS Ministries and the Grace Program and Reboot Combat Recovery that we, we kind of tie together is that what people don't, it's hard to grasp, but there's hope in surrender. And what do I mean by that? Well, Surrender is a pretty nasty word for guys that served in the military. <laughs> That's not something that you want to do. You never want to do that. But what we try to to instill in these families and these men and women is that for that hope to be there, you have to surrender yourself to the one that brings hope. And I just tell them always, if you, if you don't want to surrender to Christ, you've already surrendered to the enemy and you, cause you can't serve two masters. And so, in that surrender, that full and utter surrender, there's trust and there's faith and all those things that will allow you to unburden yourself. And, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, take upon my yoke for his burden is light. And so that is another avenue that I've seen when I went through the refuge myself for my personal loss. And I had, you know, you talked about suicide, the, the, the number's 22 a day. That's why, that's one of the biggest reasons I'm here. I lost my best friend uh, to suicide while we were in the service. And I had to take his home, body home to uh, uh, to his mother. And uh, sitting there for three hours in a in a, uh, a DFW airport with my buddy in a box, a cardboard box addressed to his mother, care of the morgue. It um, you know that's traumatic. That's a traumatic experience. This guy was my brother. We were together for three years. He he, uh, we we worked together. We lived together. We we did we we recreation everything. We were together. We we took leave, you know. I knew his mother, his brother, who's still struggling, and um, it, it it was that it was part of that, uh, coupled with what happened to me as a child, that ended up leading me to to Adam and Shannon in the first place, to to this this EMDR, which I couldn't even remember what that stood for, <laughs> uh, you know, and and I'm sitting there and I'm I'm thinking, you know, this is what is this, you know? Still, I had already given my life to Christ. I thought, okay, I I let go, let God, I'm all there. There's still that human element in us that fall that we have to deal with this stuff. You can't just put it to the side. So go where God guides you. And in this case, he guided me to the refuge. 
and in dealing with that loss of the suicide of my friend and in dealing with those things that were traumatic that happened to me as a child. And as I'm sitting there and there, we're going through the process, there was a part of me that was very skeptical. I'm like, okay, what, what are we doing here? Uh, tap, tap, what? I don't get it. Uh, but just like anything else, though, you got to plan the work and work the plan. And they there helped me lay out a plan as we went in and we started digging deep into some of these things that were really, really emotional and really, really tough and really, really difficult. And things that, you know, there's memories that came back that I didn't even know were there. I didn't even think about it. And, uh, but it wasn't a, a different type of surrender and trust because, you know, in knowing that they were godly folks and that they weren't going to just leave me out to dry, um, there was a trust that was developed over that time. And it, beyond explanation, other than they know what they're doing, is we're sitting here, we're doing this, and I'm probably about eight weeks, I guess about eight, the eighth week, we really are getting deep. And then there was just something that happened in me where I understood that, you know, trauma is done to us. Sin is done by us. We learn that in our reboot. But both have to be truly forgiven. And if you say, I'm just, I'll forgive, but I ain't never going to forget. Well, nobody says you have to forget. But when you add that to it, there's still animosity there. And you have to be able to let go completely, bring it up, reprocess it, attach what needs to be attached, grieve what needs to be grieved, let go what needs to be go, let go, and then move on. And they don't stop with the one. They keep digging. <laughs> they keep digging. And, and it's difficult because you get tired. You, you, it's like you're carrying that. But, but they don't just leave, walk you out the door and go have a good day. They help you process it. And it's just, it was an amazing, amazing experience for me. And, um, and it was because of that. I said, you know, I, we started talking and I'm like, where are these guys? Uh, where's that stop gap uh, that we need? And, and after talking to them, we found out these, these folks were, uh, okay, you're done. You're graduated. You're good to go. Bye-bye. And then here's your HUD voucher. Take care of yourself. And what? You can't do that with these guys. You can't do that with anybody. And so um, that's kind of where this relationship was born. Because as they say, not only am I the president, I'm also a client. So uh, it, it, it uh, that's why he's wearing a cap, folks. He ain't got no hair. That's we right. got hair, Adam. That's right. We look good. Me and Adam got hair. They so got the lasers. I got the looks. They got the locks. I don't know I'll what tell to you say. What, I got that gray white hair, but I look good, baby. It's thick. But uh, but you know it, it just but it does it 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 is a uh, it's difficult, but it's worthy. I don't know how else to explain it, and and it's worthy because it's blessed and and that's that's about as simple as i can put it with with our relationship and 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 that we're trying to grow that relationship actually we uh are words getting out and we are starting to build a a a, a client i mean a, a waiting list and and it's not it's not cheap we're looking for sponsorship we're looking for benefactors we're looking for donations even 22 for 22 a month 22 a month to represent the 22 lives we lose um, uh, anything helps because as you hear in Adams, you know, we'll take what we can get because we, these folks need help. We're not just out here, uh, uh, you know, building an empire for ourselves. The money goes right back into these guys. Absolutely. The money stays there. Yeah. We're going to help regardless. Um, but, uh, your help would make it a lot easier. 
Like that, we're not going to pull out because that's that's not there. Um, but it would it would be so beneficial to the people that need it. Like we're going to continue to offer those services even if we don't have somebody to pay for them. But whenever we can find somebody that pays for them, then that gives us the ability to help more people. And I, I'd like to bring somebody up, and I, th- I think we can. I'd like to talk about how somebody got involved in just a minor way, Scott, and what that's grown into what he's brought to the table to the the men and women there. But I know he shares with people what it's done to him. Yes. Uh, And he, I I don't really have permission to talk about him, but um, he has been such an incredible asset to us. He volunteers his time with us. Uh, That big group of veterans that come to us on Wednesday, we had uh, last Wednesday, well, yesterday we had 60 five veterans in our office we were filled to capacity we're like busting at the seams in there yeah um, that's that you, you don't have fancy high-rise offices over there no 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 <laughs> our our office looks messy usually because we're crammed full it's of vets huge. but uh i passed it up three times the first time i went because i thought it was a gas station <laughs> i did too I d- and then i didn't know which door to go in <laughs> well we put a sign up now so yeah. it shouldn't be too hard to find well and my point was on that is there was somebody that got involved to help others. Mm-hmm. But someday if we have him on here and someday if, if he does want to talk about it, I know because I've heard him talk what it's done to him. And I know that he's a proponent of you guys in a huge way. And I just think that's, I guess where I'm going with that too is if people just come by. Now, I don't mean you can just, maybe you can just drop by and get a card and say hi, but if people would just come ask you a few questions or just stop in and get a feel. Sure. You walk in those front doors and you feel something different that you feel something different walking in there. Yeah. And, and we hear that a lot. We have, uh, we, we are plugged into the Montgomery County veterans treatment court with judge Kathleen mm-hmm. Hamilton. Uh, we have a lot of guys that are mandated. She's up for to re-election. Us. Vote for her. She's incredible. Yeah, she. Nobody <laughs> in their right mind would ever run against she her. She is amazing, and the the things that she does for those guys is just incredible. Um, but we are on uh, we're on that team with them, and we do everything that we can to help them out. And they come to us. Uh, they'll put them in our uh, our intensive outpatient treatment program. Um, and I'll talk more about that in just a minute. But uh, we do we do the counseling inside the veterans treatment pod with Montgomery County Jail. Um, and time and time again, even after people get s- are separated from the justice system, um, they will continue to come to us. So we have guys that are mandated uh, that absolutely hate the world and would do anything they could do to get out of the situation that they're in, and they're just checking off boxes. Mm-hmm. And once they come to us, uh, the thing that I always hear from them is, this is different. I don't know exactly what it is that's different, but it's different. And to me, I think it's the relationship. We build a relationship, and we're not going to ask you about how your day went. Hey, are we still working? We're still working. Hi, you're listening. Anyway, go ahead. So, um, I didn't do that. We're not the kind of counselors that you come in and talk to, and uh, you're frustrated. Um, because something went wrong in that day. We're the kind of counselors that you come into, and um, we rip into you. Like we, we get in there and we find the things that are truly affecting your today and your tomorrow, uh, instead of the stuff that's just surface and you're frustrated or you got your feelings hurt. Like we want to get down to the core issues, the elements that cause you to 
to pull away from people or to not engage in relationships or continue to engage in the same destructive behaviors over and over and over again. Like we have the ability to help you change your future instead of just deal with the problems that you're having today. Uh, and I think that's, that is why people continue to come to us because we are different. And the type of counseling that we do, it affects your heart. It doesn't just affect the way that you think about something. It, it affects the way that you feel about everything. Um, so we have the ability to change um, to change the way that you feel about the world that you're in and the relationships that you have become something meaningful to you instead of something that can be easily dismissed and replaced by something else. Um, now, uh, I, I mentioned just a second ago about our intensive outpatient treatment program, uh, and that's really where Gary has, Gary has been s- extremely instrumental in being able to supply these guys with the help that they need because a lot of, these, a lot of the people that come to us uh, their issues are so extreme that they they cannot function the way that they need to function. Uh, a lot of them can't stay by themselves or they can't operate in crowds or uh, they have panic attacks uh, just getting behind the, uh, behind the wheel, um, which is why we have so many people in the Veterans Treatment Court because they're, they're self-medicating so that they can operate on, on this level that society wants them to operate on. Yeah. Um, and uh, our intensive outpatient treatment program is is just that. One, it's outpatient, so these guys can still go home to their wives and their families, um, but it's intense. Like, they'll be at our office three to four times a week. They'll have four to six sessions per week plus group sessions, uh, and it's extreme. And we have guys that come in there that are reluctant at first, that don't understand it, um, and if they just give it a chance, then you'll you see their en- entire self shift. Like they they don't participate in anything that that they used to enjoy. They don't talk to their kids. They pull away from their spouses. They don't engage with their families or their friends. They don't go to church. And Isolate. then and then three months later, I've got these guys bringing their kids in on their shoulders and like hugging and playing in the lobby and just telling these success stories about how their relationships are fixed. And then they bring their families in and then we do family counseling with them. And then all of a sudden you see this person who was just clammed up 90 days ago turn into a real boy. I mean, this is like, this is the Pinocchio story. You know, Mm -hmm. these guys that are just shells of something that used to be uh, in watching this transformation and they just come in with a light about them mm-hmm. and they have smiles on their faces and glimmers in their eyes again and they're excited to tell you that they went hunting or fishing mm-hmm. where before you couldn't even get them off the couch. Uh, and the transformation that these people make is not just a transformation for them, it's a transformation for an entire community. And we don't think about it. We think, of, we think about ourselves as a singular sense that everything that I do affects me. Um, but when they go through this process, they start to learn and understand that that just their presence infects a multitude of people. Uh, so if we have the ability to, to just help that one person, then every relationship that that one person has is affected. And every sub-relationship that comes off of that relationship is affected. So you've got people they haven't even met that are being affected by them. And if we can change their heart and watch them shift and transform into this real person that has feelings and emotions and sensitivity, like compassion and care and love, like you can, you can really watch the community start to shift and all of those relationships around them start to grow. Wow. That's strong. And here's what's sad is we've just got like a minute or two left. Um, we need to have you back on Yeah. another time. We need to talk more. 
And folks, if you're listening now, when this comes out, even if you already listened to it, you got to share it. Everything was great, but that really, really was strong right there because we, we talk about that in other ways about, hey, go out and smile. You'll change your life. But to take that man or that woman who doesn't smile and doesn't even leave the house and actually is making everybody around them miserable and maybe even physically hurting themselves or others. And now you bring them back and that they can be that person yeah. that makes a difference. I mean, that's... It's impactful. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Well, uh, no, I, no single raindrop feels responsible for the flood, but it has an effect. So just like that ripple effect. But... Uh, I, we need to, yeah. can, I, can I just say something real yes. quick? I want to be able to uh, to kind of let the community know exactly what, what Gary does for these guys. Um, to date, we've been, we've been in partnership with Gary for five months, only five months, and he's provided um, a, a number of guys with over 250 sessions to date. 250 sessions in five months, and, and we're getting more and more, and we've developed a wait list, and we're trying to put these guys through, uh, and we've just hired some more counselors at the refuge, and we're trying to provide everything that we can, and we're running into, we're running into a problem. And we need to be able to to uh, afford these guys and to yeah. get these guys in. And I know that Gary's building a wait list now, mm -hmm. and we are, we are also building one at the refuge. So, so there's plenty of places to donate at cs-ministriestx.org. Also, the we're looking for volunteers for our reboot combat recovery. There's a registration there. So again, please, uh, the work is true, uh, the work is godly, the work is real. But we need your support. cs-ministriestx.org. Uh, donations right there. Anything helps. Anything. How did they get a hold of you, Adam? Um, Uh They can get hold of us there. And our office number is 936-648-5379. Uh, my name's Adam Wilson. I'm the program director there. Shannon Brown is the clinical director. Uh, good luck getting in touch with her, man. <laughs> well, here's what we're going to do. Montgomery County Lifestyle is going to share this more. CS Ministries. Thank you, too, for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you for what you do each and every day, too. I know you, and your hearts are real, and thank you. And I just want to add one more thing. Our condolences to you and your family. May God be with you. You guys, Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizati. I'm going to start community radio. Enjoy this music as we go out. Go make a difference in yourself and others. It's your county. It's your life. Live it with the right style. I walk for miles along the highway Well, that's just my way of saying I love you I'm always walking after midnight Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776.
This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.